Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Luke 2, 1-7 Governor Quirinius In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. There are many characters in the story that we could look at. Uh, I've named this Governor Quirinius. Luke likes to give historical context. Um, He points to the big names. Uh, We've already heard about Herod. Uh, Here we have Caesar Augustus, uh, biggest name from an earthly perspective in that time for those people. And Quirinius, who was governor of Syria, these are all people of power. Um, Big names, and yet uh, something's happening among backwater people who come from a backwater town who simply respond to the exigence of a governor. He sends out a decree for a census. His decree is to maintain his power, to be in control, uh, to think about leveraging tax money uh, for the Roman occupation. Uh, What he doesn't know is uh, he is actually working out God's plan. See, the long-awaited birth of the Messiah was to be in Bethlehem. And there needed to be some work to get the carrier of this son, uh, Mary, uh, to Bethlehem. Uh, the Spirit had been over her in Nazareth. And Joseph, the one who would normally go to the census, brings Mary along, which is nonsensical given the closeness uh, of her due date. Uh, we assume that he does this to protect her because at this time Mary would have begun showing uh, in pregnancy. Maybe a member of the family would have, in vengeance, to protect the honor of uh, Joseph, gone about uh, removing Mary from the family. They come to Bethlehem. Uh, Historically, we've called this place an inn, but it's really just a guest chamber. Uh, The Greek word is kataluma, which is really just the guest room. comes up a lot in different places. Uh, passages in the scripture, but a guest room where people would have stayed. And so maybe this was someone that Joseph knew. Uh, Certainly it's a hospitality culture and they would have invited travelers. Uh, For whatever reason, there was no space in this guest room. And so they are put into the place of a stable. Uh, The stable that was connected to this four-pillar house uh, in Bethlehem. I would have had a uh, a living room on the other side, a kitchen in between. And this is where um, stall animals were kept, not field animals. These were the essential animals for banquets and sacrifice. 
uh, very interesting picture that we get here. The so what of this passage is a reminder that the sacrificial lamb himself, the one who will take away the sins of the world, is born in the right place. Uh, He's born among the sacrificial animals. Not an accident. Uh, Something that God has given us to show the wonder of how he operates in this world. The now what is to remember the way of the Savior. It's a downward way. He owns nothing. He has no particular place to be born except in Bethlehem. Uh, He has no place to lay his head, he will say later. He owns nothing of his own. He lives a life of downward uh, mobility. But he does this all in peace because there's nothing that holds him back on this earth. He is one who's been liberated from the things of this earth. Uh, Lord, today, uh, there are a lot of things that can consume us as we get so close to Christmas Day. Would you allow us to be abandoned as yourself, uh, recognizing that uh, you have given us everything we need in Christ and that we would find our peace there. In Jesus' name, amen.